Ezekiel 37, beginning at verse 1, it says, The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. And he said to me, prophesy to the bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And breath came into them and they lived and they stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. What happens when the Spirit of God rushes into a valley? What happens when the Spirit of God invades earth? What happens when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life? of a man or of a woman, a young adult, a youth, even a child, what happens when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life? Ezekiel 37 verse 1 in the voice, it reads, the eternal had a hold on me and I couldn't escape it. The divine wind of the eternal one picked me up and set me down in the middle of the valley. But this time it was full of bones. Incredible things happen when the Spirit of God rushes into a valley. Incredible things happen when the Spirit of God invades earth. Incredible things happen when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life, when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a man, when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a woman, when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a young adult, of a youth, of a child when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a generation, when the Spirit of God gets a hold of a church, incredible things happen. Three points tonight. When the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life, number one, we are carried to where we cannot go on our own. When the Spirit of God gets a hold of us, we are taken to places that we simply cannot go on our own. Ezekiel 37 verse 1, the hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. You see, only the Spirit of God can carry us to a place like this. Only the Spirit of God can take us to places like this. We can't get there on our own. 
a valley, us and God. The valley represents a place of desolation. The valley represents a place of death. The valley represents a place of drought. It represents a place of lifelessness. The Spirit of God comes to take us and carry us to places like this. When the Spirit gets a hold of us, He carries us to a place that needs a miracle, that needs change, that needs life, that needs His Spirit. You see, when God gets a hold of us, when He gets a hold of you, when He gets a hold of me, when He gets a hold of men and women, He's longing to carry them, to carry us to places that need His life, that need miracles that need the breath of God, that need divine intervention. God is looking for men and women that he can carry to valleys, lifeless places, lifeless situations, and lifeless environments. There are miracles destined for the valley. We have to believe that. We serve a miracle-working God. We serve a God that brings life, we serve a God that does the impossible. I pray that we never forget that, that we don't go through the routine of life and come to church week after week and forget that we serve a God of miracles, a God that does the impossible. The valley could represent a marriage. The valley could represent a dream. The valley could represent a vision. We've been talking about dreams and visions around here for a while now. The valley could represent our health situation, it could represent a people, it could represent a city, it could represent the spiritual climate of a place. Whatever it is tonight, I want to remind us that we do serve a God of miracles. I want us to leave tonight with that in our minds and that in our hearts and that in our spirits, that as we walk outside these walls this week, That would be burning in our hearts. That would fuel us this week. We serve a God of deliverance, a God of healing, a God of freedom. We do serve a God of life. Let that be our cry. Lord, carry us to the places that need your miracle. Will we allow the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, to get a hold of us? Now, if he wants us, he'll get us. But would we be open and would we call out and would we surrender and ask that the Lord would come and take hold of us and that his spirit would carry us to environments even this week in our city that need his life. Zechariah 4.6 not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. We can't go to places like the Valley of Dry Bones on our own. We should not go there on our own. We do not have the power in and of ourselves to properly bring life to the situation. We need the Spirit of God. 
We can't just travel there on our own, catch a train or catch a bus or catch a ride with somebody else or some other thing and get to that place and begin to speak on our own. We can't handle the valley on our own. The places that need life, the miracle work of God. If we travel to the valleys by any other means than the Spirit of God, we travel as just a mortal person. And our travels are mortal. When the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life, number one, we're carried to where we cannot go on our own. Number two tonight, we see things we cannot see on our own. When the Spirit of God gets a hold of us, we're carried to the place we cannot go on our own because we cannot handle that place on our own. As he carries us and puts us before the valley, we begin to see things that we cannot see on our own. We may be staring at a valley tonight or we may be walking through a valley tonight. And I ask this question, what do we see? Bones, dry bones, lifelessness, death, an impossible situation, an impossible circumstance, an impossible scenario. Back to our text, Ezekiel 37, 1 to 3. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Ezekiel has the right response. Only the Lord knows what can and cannot live. Only the Lord should be judging the valley. Only the Lord should be judging the situation or the circumstance. Oftentimes we take a look at the valley and we offer our opinion. We offer our diagnosis based on what our human eyesight sees. We declare over the valley based on what our human eyesight sees rather than what God sees. So what do we see tonight concerning the valleys that are represented in this place? We need the vision of the Lord for the valley. When God asks us if what's dead can live, let the response of an Ezekiel generation be ours. Oh, Lord God, you know. We're quick to offer our own opinion, aren't we? We're quick to give our own opinion and judge a situation or judge a circumstance or judge even a person. That person is dead. There's no life there. Rather than allowing the Spirit of God and God himself to judge the circumstance. Matthew 19, verse 26, But Jesus looked at them and said to them, With men this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. See, that valley, that situation was impossible without God. 
and without his spirit. A valley full of dry bones. No life. But we have the spirit of God. And we have God that works miracles and works wonders and brings life. So yeah, without God, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And so we carry a believing spirit. We stand before the valley. We trust the word of the Lord. We don't speak out of line. We don't offer our judgment or our opinion. We simply respond to the question the Lord is asking. He's asking us, can this valley live? And we say, oh, Lord God, you know. I don't know about you, but I'm not so presumptuous just to walk up and be like, yeah, it can live and start spouting off and throwing words out. I've never been like that. It's the will of God as we surrender to him. But we carry that believing spirit and we declare and we speak as he commands us to speak. Not as we want to speak. Not as our emotions would have us speak. We need the Lord's sight. We need his vision for the valley. Number three tonight. When the Spirit of God gets a hold of a life, we say things we cannot say on our own. It's only by God and His Spirit that our words and actions can affect the valley. It's at His command that we prophesy. It's at His command that we speak. And we speak what He calls us to speak. Zechariah 4, 6 in the message, I love this, it says, You can't force these things. They only come about through my spirit. We're not trying to force things. We're not trying to force these bones back together and force life into the valley because that's foolishness. It's not going to work. It's not the true life of God. But as we begin to speak according to the pattern and the plan of God, life comes. Can't force these things. They only come about through my spirit. Ezekiel 37, verses 4 to 6, he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. You see, it's not our own words that change the valley. It's not our own words that change our health situation. It's not our own words that change our relationships. It's not our own words that change a generation or change a city or change a church or change the spiritual climate. It's not our own words. It's the utterance given by God. Our words aren't enough. Ezekiel 37, verse 7, so I prophesied as I was commanded. No more, no less, I prophesied as I was commanded. We bring his words before the valley. And I believe tonight that in this place, 
God is asking people if valleys can live. There are valleys represented in this place tonight. We've listed a few things. But the Spirit is pinpointing things that have not been mentioned. And I believe that God is asking us, even as a people, concerning our generation and the spiritual climate, even of this city, can the valley live? I believe tonight in this place that God is going to give people the words, the prophetic utterance that ushers in the miracle power of God. There are valleys represented in this place. Let God carry us to the valleys and let him open our eyes to the reality and the possibility. Maybe it's been a, a while since you've allowed the Lord to open your eyes to the reality and the possibility. We've had our eyes shut or we're simply seeing through human eyesight and we're looking at the impossibility rather than the possibility with God. Let him change our perspective tonight. Let's trade our words for his words. Let's prophesy as we are commanded. Let's trade our opinions for his opinions. Let's trade our diagnosis for his diagnosis. Let's have the worship team return. Ezekiel 37, verses 7 to 10. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. And suddenly, a rattling. And the bones came together bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet an exceedingly great army. Anyone standing before a valley tonight? Anyone walking through a valley tonight? We do serve a God of miracles. If you need a miracle from the Lord tonight, reach out to the one who is able. Let him change your perspective. Maybe even staring at the valley for a long time. It could be a health situation in here tonight. And you've been staring at it and declaring over that valley the diagnosis of a doctor, the diagnosis of your emotions. Ask the Lord. For his sight, 
Now, we don't speak presumptuously. We're not just declaring things out of our own human understanding and human self, but we are asking the Lord to help us. And the Lord asks, can the valley live? I pray tonight that our response would be, oh Lord God, you know. That if we've been offering a diagnosis time and time again over this situation, over this circumstance, maybe it is over this generation, maybe it's over this city, I don't know. Maybe it's over this group, maybe it's over this church, over a brother or a sister, family member. Lord, open our eyes to the possibility. With man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. If there have been voices telling you the valley is dead and the valley is impossible, would you turn to God tonight and cry out, Oh, Lord God, you know. Let's stand in this place. This beautiful picture here in Ezekiel 37. You know what, God? raises in a valley, rises full of life, full of hope, full of purpose, full of strength, a force for the kingdom, for the glory of God, an exceedingly great army. I love that God didn't just leave the bones standing, just his bones, but he brought everything together and then he said, it's still not alive, needs the breath, it needs the spirit of God. So prophesy out of the breath, prophesy out of the four winds, come and breathe life breath entered them. And what's the picture? No longer a valley of death, but a valley of life, of strength, of purpose. An exceedingly great army. If you need prayer tonight, we would love to pray with you. I'm just going to sing this out. Would you come forward and receive the grace and mercy of God for now?